This is the Restoring Eve podcast with Rachel Nichols. I am a woman's hormone specialist, business mentor, trauma-informed hypnotherapist, and transformational coach. I support women in the holistic restoration and embodiment of their feminine design, mind, body, and soul. This podcast is a portal to support you in the reclamation of the juicy life of overflow that you were created for. We will be diving deep into wellness, embodiment, femininity, soul-led business, and so much more. Let's begin. Hello, my love. Welcome to another week of the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about why and how the root cause of most chronic acne is simply put just you being in your masculine all the time. I did a post about this this week and I got a lot of questions, a lot of attention, a lot of DMs, a lot of women joining my programs. And I was like, okay, I definitely need to be talking about this more. And I also want to be explaining it more to drop puzzle pieces in for you. So you can kind of see what I mean by this first of all, but also how to begin shifting this, how to begin creating awareness around this within your own life and within your own healing journey so that you can not only shift the way that you are interacting and playing and dancing with life, but also shift the way that your skin is expressing itself so that you can step into the clear glowing skin of your absolute dreams. And this really ties into my own journey as well. So I can speak firsthand that this is very important for your skin healing journey. I've said this many times, but I feel like Probably 40% of my skin healing journey is related to, you know, balancing your microbiome, eating correctly, making sure that you're having lifestyle things to support your hormones and your skin. And about 60%, honestly, really, really ties into the energetics and the emotional components. So I want to start today's chat by breaking down for anyone listening who is unsure what the heck I'm talking about. What does masculine and feminine energy mean? This does not really mean like biology. This actually means just energetic. So everyone has masculine and feminine energy within them. And I really believe that both are required for inner union, for success, for, you know, you to be a functioning human on this planet. You need both sides of the duality. However, most people are imbalanced. So there's people that are too in their feminine. There's people that are too in their masculine. Women are going to be their happiest if they are more in their feminine. Men are going to be their happiest if they are more in their masculine. However, inner union is required for the totality of your experience as a human. So the best way, the way that I often describe masculine and feminine energetics to my clients is that the masculine is the riverbank and the feminine is the water within the riverbank. So let's break this down even further. The masculine is the structure. It's dictating where the river is going to go, where it's going to flow, what's going to be best, like what is the path of least resistance, which way is it going to be directed, what are its goals. It's very much like vision, direction, decisiveness, um, control, responsibility, whereas the feminine is the water, the water that's flowing through the river. The water is glistening the light from the sun. It's flowing. It's splashing, having a good old time, just basically existing, right? But if we just look at the riverbank without the river, it's like pretty boring. But if we look at the river without a riverbank, it's absolute chaos. And that's what it's like. Like if you have too much feminine energy with no structure at all, you have absolute chaos. If you have too much structure with no fun at all, it's like dry and boring. So this is an analogy that I like to use because I feel like it's just the most easy to understand, but we have both of these energies within each of us. 
And the goal is to be able to have this inner union where you know exactly where you're going, but you're enjoying the journey. You're not grasping for control. You're not being too obsessive about you know, direction. You're actually trusting the flow of your life, but you do have containers in place to hold you and support you in the process. So now let's tie this into what I said at the beginning. And that is that chronic acne ultimately is from being in your masculine energy way too much of the time. Biologically, let's start there. Let me explain to you what I mean before you think I'm just like this crazy girly seeing these crazy girly things. So this all comes down to hormone health. This all comes down to the way that our hormones play and interact with each other in response to our emotions, in response to the ways that we show up in the world. If you are way too in your masculine energy, so this is going to look like, you know, sending emails all day, being super stressed out, writing that to-do list, going to sleep, not being able to turn your brain off, like literally just being in go, 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 accomplish, accomplish, accomplish mode all day, grasping for that next thing, not being able to turn your mind off, not being connected to your body, just being so overwhelmed with work and your to-do tasks that it basically takes over everything. This is really where you see someone who's in their masculine way too much of the time, not in their feminine. When you are in this state of being very stressed out, cortisol is released in your bloodstream. Cortisol and progesterone have an inverse relationship. This means that if cortisol is high, progesterone is going to be low which is going to shoot your estrogen and testosterone high. I realize this sounds like a lot of math, but I know that there's listeners who are going to want the biological explanation. This is a chemical sign of what I'm expressing of being way too in your masculine energy. So the reality about women who are really spend a lot of time in their masculine is that this starts during childhood. Honestly, this starts between ages zero and seven years old. That's where really the origin story of this programming begins. So Today, I want to break down a few different ways that you can consider where you're picking this programming up in your own life, as well as a few ways to shift right now. So the first way that you could have picked up this hyper-masculine shield, essentially, around your life and around your body, around your being, is from your feminine caretaker. So if your mom is what it is for most people, or if you had, you know, whoever your feminine, like your female caretaker was, this is who I want you to look for for this question. But thinking about considering what was the heart positioning of the feminine caretaker in your life? So this, like, oftentimes is going to be your mom, right? So was your mom, you know, really controlling? Was she manipulative? Was she a perfectionist? Was she judgmental and hypercritical of other people? Because a lot of the times that's where you're going to get your blueprints of what you think a feminine being should be behaving like. So if your mother was in her masculine energy, you are naturally going to think, oh, well, that's the way to be a woman. That's the blueprint. That's my origin story. And I feel like this is very, very common that mothers are perfectionists and are hypercritical, especially in the generations that I typically serve, that their mothers were like that, which really ties into another one of my points, which is that the only way to receive love is through performance and or perfection. So if you, let's couple these together for the first part here. If you had a mother who was very perfectionistic, very controlling, very particular, very critical, then you probably learned as a little girl that the only way to get the love that you desire, because that's all we desire when we're kids, that's all we desire as humans is to be cherished and to be loved. And if you see that the only way to be cherished and loved from your mother is by behaving 
perfectly and achieving certain things, then you are going to become a woman who is in her masculine because of the blueprint that your mother established for you, but also because you believe within yourselves, within your being, that the only way for you to receive recognition, receive love, receive cherishment, like all these things that you're desiring is through achievement and success. The third thing here, the third most common way that I see this being established as the blueprint is if you had a childhood where you did not feel safe. Maybe your parents were arguing all the time. Maybe you grew up in a home where there was so much chaos that again, you were shown that the only way for you to receive the love and affection that you desired is by being perfect. Likely you still didn't get the love that you desired in this process, but through being perfect, you probably got some attention. And that probably felt similar to what you thought that love should feel like. So as you can see from these examples, these are all things that would have been established in your little childhood brain that was still open. And that's because your subconscious is open between ages zero and seven, and then it closes. So when we are really dealing with these inherent chronic issues that are tied to chronic beliefs, they really are rooted oftentimes in our subconscious mind, which was developed when we were a child. But we do have the power to change it as adults. So that's something to hold on to throughout this and to have grace for yourself through. Your parents were doing their best. You were doing your best. And you do have the power to change any beliefs that you have in your adult brain now. It's just going to require more attentiveness and more intentional shifting because your subconscious brain is not as easily accessible. Which is why this is something that I do with my one-to-one -one clients within my practice is hypnotherapy so that we can really bring down the conscious mind by speaking directly to the subconscious mind, just like we would have been able to when you were between the ages zero and seven years old. Okay. So if you're relating to this, you're like, okay, yes, like I'm seeing where my blueprint is. How do I shift it? I'm going to give you three quick tips for today that you can take to really start delving into the root cause of your acne, as well as shifting these things within your life. So the first thing is creating spaciousness, just like my river analogy, where inner union is truly required to operate fully. We have to have inner union with our schedule as well. So I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I also have done both ends of the spectrum on one end being literally so busy and having very important meetings and tasks on your calendar literally all day from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. That's an example of a very masculine structured schedule. On the other hand, having like no plans, just very flexible, very go with the flow is going to create so much chaos in your life and within your body, leading to a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, again, leading to that high cortisol, which is going to lead to acne. So both ends of the spectrum are imbalanced the sweet spot, in my opinion, is having really clear boundaries with yourself. So creating framework in which you need to do like the things that you need to do. Okay. I'm talking work. I'm talking appointments. I'm taking, taking a freaking shower. Like all these things that you need to do are the structure, but then within the structure, I need you to put in time for feminine spaciousness. What do I mean by that? If you have not listened to my other podcast, you are like, what the heck, Rachel? I have no idea what that even means. I'm just throwing it around right now, assuming that everyone knows what I'm talking about, because like I said, this is in a lot of my podcasts. This is in a lot of my teachings. Feminine spaciousness literally just means what it sounds like. It's time on the calendar to simply exist. So this could be taking a bath. This can be dancing around your house naked. This could be, you know, laying like an absolute starfish on the ground. I honestly do not care at all what it is, but it's essentially time allocated to not have an outcome time on the calendar to just exist and allow for that to be enough. 
Also because this is going to bring up a lot within your mind and within your body, especially if this is something that you are avoiding, like we all do. We're like, oh, I'm going to do like this meditation and I'm going to sit in this sauna and listen to this podcast. And then I'm going to cook dinner while I'm watching the show. And our brain is literally inundated constantly with so much penetration of different ideas and different thoughts and different people's voices. And what we really need to remember as feminine beings is that our biology is spaciousness. Look at our anatomical design, right? We are created to be filled physically and spiritually by God. So remembering to empty ourselves and be a vessel requires responsibility that we have this emptiness on the calendar to exist in. I was talking to one of my one-to-one clients today about this actually. We were talking about her creative ideas and she was like talking about how she like got in the, was in the shower the other day and she had all these creative ideas and she wishes that she could be having those creative ideas all the time. And I was like, girl, you can, you just need to be scheduling time on your calendar for spaciousness, time on the calendar where you don't have an agenda. So just schedule it for now it, a week in advance, honor it as if it was a very important meeting. And I want you to show up during that spaciousness time on your calendar with no to-do list no task, no information learning. I want you to show up on that time, on your calendar, just being, just existing, just letting that be enough. You could take a bath. You could, like I said, you know, oil your whole body. You could lay on the ground. You could go on a walk, go on a hike. There's lots of different things that are very approachable ways to create spaciousness within your being for creative ideas to come through. And this really is also this communion with God. This is also this relationship with God that requires us to sit at his feet and requires us to empty ourselves of agenda and thought and grasping and really being in our masculine energy and remembering our female biology coming home, allowing ourselves to be filled by him. When you start integrating feminine spaciousness into your life, everything will rush in trust me. And if you have resistance towards this, this is the work that I do with my high level clients. So go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. And I would love to connect with you and serve you deeper in this space. If you are like, yes, this is for me. I'm ready to scale my whole life. I'm ready to bring in more of my intuition, connect with my feminine body and really scale my business and my impact on this planet. You cannot skip this step you will be doing yourself a huge disservice if you do. Okay, the next thing here, how to shift out of your masculine energy so that you can heal your skin and honestly everything is creating a new paradigm of what you want a woman to be. This is especially for the women listening that are like, yes, my mom was very critical and she was very judgmental and perfectionistic and people-pleasing and all these things. Okay, okay, I get that. Let's create a new blueprint. What do you wish you believed a woman was? Do you believe, do you wish that, you know, you were taught that a woman was expressive and accepted in all of her forms and unapologetic and knew exactly what she needed and felt confident expressing that? Like, what do you wish your perception of what being a woman meant was? I just want you to create a list you know, what would be really helpful is if you can have an archetype. I did this exercise with my vitality clients a couple of weeks ago. And one of the girlies in my group was like Taylor Swift. That is like my new barometer for what being a woman means because she is self-expressed and she has clear boundaries and 
you know, this girl had all these things where she was like, yes, like this fits my blueprint for what I'm desiring to be as a woman. It can really help to create a physical person, like have a physical person in your realm, in your awareness, even if it's like a fictional character, it doesn't even matter just to remind your brain that such a person is possible and kind of have like, you know, a 3d like perspective of what this person would be like does really help to confirm the neural pathways within your brain and create a new pathway of like, okay, this is what I'm desiring. And this is like kind of what the standard is going to be for me now. Number three is forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that it's truly the healing balm of all of life. So forgiveness for yourself, Forgiveness for your caretakers, your parents, the messaging, the home that you were raised in, because there's truly just no reason to hold a grudge. There's no reason to have resentment that is unprocessed because like I said, we do have neuroplasticity. At the end of the day, it might feel better to blame someone, but at the end of the day, it is your responsibility, what you bring into your reality and your reality is your responsibility. It's, it's fully your creation. You get to choose what reality you live in and your skin is a part of that as well. You are not a victim to your body at all. You are not a victim to, you know, your childhood and the way that you were raised and the fact that, you know, there was a lot of chaos in your home or your mother was very critical of you. You get to change the narrative at any point. The cells that you have within your body are going to be passed on to your granddaughter. You have cells within your body that are from your grandmother. You have the personal responsibility to not only shift your current paradigm, shift your current reality and perception of what your maternal lineage was, but you get to change it for the future. And taking that into your hands can be a really incredible experience. And let this be a motivation for this work. Let this be a motivation of your why is because you don't want to have your granddaughter dealing with the same things that you're dealing with now. And you don't want your daughter to feel like she's not enough. Like she has to achieve to be worthy that we get to teach the daughters, the younger generation that your being has been more than enough. And it will always be more than enough. So hopefully these are some really tactical tips for you to start leaning into healing your skin through some energetic viewpoints and also bring awareness around how our over-functioning masculine energy is really contributing to our skin imbalance. Okay, Angel, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for listening to this short and sweet podcast. And I will see you guys next week. If you're finding this podcast helpful, I would love to invite you into deeper glow by joining my exclusive community, The Muse Membership. In this container, you'll receive a library of my teachings, access to me in a group chat to ask me anything, and my skin healing course, Skin Within, which is my signature formula that I have taken many one-to-one clients through to transform skin imbalance for good. Not only will this membership transform your health, but it will also impact your entire being. Because when we feel good in our bodies, it impacts the way we show up in all aspects of life. The link is in the show notes to learn more. Now, back to the episode. If today's episode served you, please share it on social media and leave a review. I would love to hear from you on Instagram at restoring.eve or head to my website, restoringeve.com to connect and apply to work with me. Until next time, I'm Rachel Nichols. And this is Restoring Eve.